weather. Nothing personal word of the day. It's Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. We're live on the Nothing Personal with David Sampson YouTube channel every day at 8 a.m. And I'm cold. I'm hot. Low energy. I have no way that this can be a good show. I'm throwing out the rundown, Coca, and I'm just going to talk to you about something that's really on my mind, something a little different. And it's all based on the fact that at the moment, I'm feeling as though when I look outside, I say to myself, I can't do a good show. It's hot out. I can't do a good show. I'm cold. There's humidity. What the hell's going on here? It is not often that I'm going to refer to a take by someone who's in the same business I'm in. And there is no question that Jalen Rose and Mike Greenberg are established and fantastic people on the air. Sometimes they have takes I agree with. Sometimes they have takes I don't agree with. I get it. But this one set me off. And the reason it set me off is it brought me back to the time of running a team where I would be looking for any reason why the team isn't doing what we thought it would do on a particular day, in a particular series, in a particular moment, a particular at bat. We'd look for anything. And the reason we'd look for excuses is that when we have to talk to the owner or we have to fire someone, we need to have a reason. Here's why what we thought would happen didn't happen, and here's who we're gonna blame, because in our society, you can bet your bippy that we are finding someone to blame. Something goes wrong, there's someone to blame. It can't just be circumstances. It can't just be dumb luck. It can't just be a bad game. It can't just be it looks like there's a lid on the rim. No. It can't be a good pitching performance. It can't be the fact that you're tired, you've got issues at home, doesn't matter. We are going to find an excuse and we're gonna marinate. We're gonna sit with it and then we're gonna spread it like herpes. The Knicks are down 3-1 to the heat and it has not one damn thing to do with the weather in Miami. Let me tell you what players do when they come to Miami. Same thing they do when they go to Tampa. Same thing they do when they go to LA. Same thing they do when they go to New York. Same thing they do when they go to Detroit, Cleveland, just not St. Louis. You know I love you, St. Louis. Come on, you know I do. They get there. Their bags are waiting for them. The bellmen take it up. Sometimes if you want your bag quickly, you take it from the luggage truck yourself. You go up to the hotel, you drop your bag, you turn right around, boom, you go out meet a bunch of guys, or you meet your friends, or you meet your girlfriends, or you meet your girlfriend's friends. You go out, you eat, you dance, you talk, you drink, maybe toke. You have an itinerary, so you know what time you have to be up in the morning, never early. You know what time you have to show up for the walkthrough or show up for BP or show up for stretching. It's all the itinerary. Here's the team bus. You don't take the team bus. You're playing at the garden. You could take the team bus. I find it all to be very disheartening. The Knicks fly into Miami, they check into their hotel. They don't play well. And then we start hearing the reason they're not playing well is the weather. It's too humid. There's a geography issue. Well, having lived in Florida for 16 years, I can tell you there is no geography in Florida. Flat as a pancake. You wanna run hills? Go to the dump. Find the Key Biscayne Bridge. Geography. How about the thunderstorms? How about the fact that visiting teams don't play well in Miami because when they're, before there was a roof, they were off their schedule because sometimes there was no BP. Oh yeah, we were the best home team ever. 
The Marlins themselves would say, we can't get into a good routine. We need that roof. Well, that really worked moving into a roof. Everyone had the same routine, same time every day. No problem. Julius Randle, we did an entire segment yesterday that Randle said the Knicks got outworked. Maybe we don't want it bad enough. But now we have Knicks fans and people who love the Knicks who found a way more convenient excuse, which is the weather was bad. I guess that means now that the Heat are in New York for game five, and it's about 70 and sunny, which means it's beautiful weather compared to what it is in the humidity of Miami. Therefore, the Heat are gonna be El Fuego. It could be En Fuego. It's just Fuego. They're gonna be on fire. Total Springsteen moment. They're gonna be comfortable. Maybe they are gonna take a jog in Central Park. Maybe go on the carousel. Maybe get in the horse and buggy put that dirty, disgusting blanket over them and take a romantic stroll at $19.99 a minute, and that's not for a 976 number, and they're gonna go through the park, and by the time they get to the garden, they're gonna be so exhausted that they're gonna have no chance of winning game five. Yeah, that's the ticket. And then when the Knicks don't win game five, then it can't be the weather, it can't be the geography, it can't be the fact that the Knicks had a hard time in the New York weather, which is hotter than normal or colder than normal. Who gives a crap? I don't know which one it is. but it didn't even stop there. I expected, if you're a New York fan and you are despondent because you should be down 3-1, but not because of the weather, you should be despondent because your team sucks. You don't even have a superstar, Jalen Brunson, top 10 Nick of all time, Pfft, whatever. There's not one go-to person. The Heat make shots, the Knicks don't. Who would you rather have? The team making the shots or the team missing the shots? Doesn't matter where you play anymore in the NBA. It's not about home team advantage, home court advantage. It's about who makes the most shots, period. It's not like anyone's putting anyone on their ass the way they did in the 90s. Pat Riley must watch this game and say, what a bunch of wusses. Everybody's so soft. Oh, but don't worry, KD will do a forearm shiver. Nicola will hug it out with Ishbia. I'm just tired of it all. Greenberg then said, you know, here's the plan. The Knicks lost because of the weather. And you know what else? If I'm running the Lakers, I'm resting everyone for game five against the Warriors because we have a 3-1 lead. Oh my God. You're a fan. You're not an executive. I used to be a fan. Then I was an executive. And then I let the fandom creep in. And I scurried up to Jack McKee and I said, hey, why don't we rest our ace in the World Series and hold him out? And he said, do you want to win, Sparky, you idiot? And I said, you're right, Skip, whatever you want to do. Didn't quite go like that. Josh Beckett pitches. We got ourselves a ring. But I think that Phil Jackson called up Jeannie Buss from his motorcycle and said, hey, Jeannie, I got a great idea here. I think that we should play nobody in game five. Give him the game because I want to be ready for game seven back in L.A. The Lakers want to close the series just like the Heat want to close the series. You wanna play as few games as possible and not because you've rested or you're gonna put LeBron on a minutes restriction. That's the, that's the ticket, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have LeBron play 12 minutes. We'll play in the first quarter. We'll do a Luka end of regular season deal. We'll play in the first quarter plus one. We'll sit everybody else. We'll miss the playoffs and then get into the lottery, not actually get the lottery and hopefully lose our draft pick anyway. When the Lakers tip off tonight and you're watching, Mark my words. I'm not even making it a wait to see because it's so damn stupid. Anthony Davis, 
LeBron James, each will have 35 minutes plus, guaranteed. Even if it's a blowout, because if you have a chance to win, you try to win immediately. I guess you could just bet the Warriors and they may even be my pick of the day, but not because the Warriors are gonna be sitting all their stars. It's because the Warriors are at home and they're going to win game five, but you don't tank it. Just ponder me this before we move on to the next crazy excuse. When you fail, why do you make an excuse? Why can't you just stand up and take it like a man? Take it like a woman. Take it like you don't know your gender. God, it makes the show longer having to go through all that. But anyway, why can't you just stand up and say, you know what? We got beaten by the better team. They were better than we were today. We didn't play well. We're gonna play better tomorrow. It was one of those days. Nah, the weather was bad. All right. God, Met fans. Coke, is this from you? Did you finally submit your first question? I'm just curious. Play me some music. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. So you want to talk to Samson. Go watch Half-Baked. So many of you get on Twitter, David P. Samson, and talk to me about your experience watching Half-Baked. It's a movie, and it's way better to be baked while watching it, but if you're only half-baked, you'll still find it twice as funny as many movies where you're not baked at all, and they think that you should be, or you're not, or they're not funny. In there, there's a character named Samson. So ask me a question. Is this from you, Coca? I actually never asked you that during our prep. Hey, David. That's not how you talk, Ashley, so this can't be you. Are you willing to say that the Scherzer signing is a bust? We cannot count on him. Are the Mets in trouble? For all the Mets fans out there, I have a public service announcement and we'll record it. Three, six, nine. The New York Mets and their new owner, Steve Cohn, have decided that they were gonna spend the most money for a team in the history of baseball. As part of spending that money, they agreed to bring on two octogenarian pitchers and pay them 40 plus million dollars in the hope that they'd get 30 starts each. Deep inside the bowels of City Field, right next to the chop shops, there was a private meeting between Steve Cohn and baseball executives who don't work yet for the New York Mets, where it was told to Steve Cohn that there was zero chance, zero chance that the combination of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander would give him 62 to 66 starts. But then Steve Cohn said, no problem, they're gonna be rested for October. And then he was told, but wait a minute, you've gotta to get to October. And then he said, we've got the highest payroll, of course we're gonna to get to October. Here we are on May 10th, and the New York Mets are a floundering 500 organization with starters, hitters, various people playing terribly if they're playing at all. Max Scherzer, he of the off-season spent doing collective bargain agreements, he of the off-season talking now about the pitch clock and how he's gonna use it to his advantage of how it can be taken advantage of. By the way, side note, Coca, go on Twitter, there's an entire string. The new collective bargain agreement, which was agreed to a while ago, is now officially available for public, so you can read all the provisions that were all leaked that we all know about and all the different things that Max Scherzer did not want because he voted against it. 
all the player reps voted for it, but all Boris's people voted against it. And there's all things in there about international games and how pre-arbitration pool money gets split and who makes what money, when, where, and how. Do you know what's not in there? A salary cap. You know what's not in there? A maximum number of years for a contract. So to all the players who think they got beaten again by the owners, news alert, you did just fine. Take a look at the amount of money being wasted left and right on your players. But don't worry, we've got agents who say, hey, these are the best signings ever. Scott Boras, if you tell me that Michael Conforto was one of the best free agent signings and the San Francisco Giants got a steal at 36 million over two years when Noah would sign him because he was so hurt. And then he comes back and the Giants were desperate because they didn't get Judge. They didn't get Carlos Correa. So Boris said, no problem. You don't want my guy Correa? Let me give you my guy Conforto. Yes. We got a great outfielder. The Mets fans were, well, we lost Conforto. He sucks. Absolute waste of money that could cost Gabe Kapler's job, and it should. Should really cost Farhan his job. Anyone who gets manipulated by Bora should lose his job. I'm talking to you over there in Minnesota, too. How's Correa doing? Other than telling you it's okay to boo. It's all right to boo. Booing gets the sad out of you. It's all right to boo. I promise I'll do better. That's what players do come May when they're hitting under 200. I got to do better. I'm going to do better. Max Scherzer. Ooh, my neck. All right. Neck spasms. Those hurt. I agree. I've had neck spasms in training for races. And next, I've had the calf thing. Have you ever had that? The Achilles thing, the foot thing, when it cramps up so much they can't run for four days? I don't, it, if you're a runner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When your muscle spasms, it becomes hard as a rock. You scream in pain. You can't do anything about it. You try to rub it out. You're rolling around. Your significant other saying, what's wrong? What can I do? Should I call 911? Are you going to be okay? Just shh. Okay. It's gone. Oh my God. I can't stand on my leg. All right. Scherzer's got a neck spasm. That's fine. How's he been for the Mets so far? Everyone happy with the 43 mil per year? It's been great. I think he did well last year when he needed to. I can't remember. He may have started the wild card game in the Padres. I think he got his butt kicked. He had a chance to win the division for the Mets. I think he lost to the Braves or something when he had a chance to win the division last year, and they could have avoided all that noise. But you know what? Let's not judge Max, because the last contract with the Nationals was so good, one of the few long-term deals that actually worked. Let's not judge him, because why wouldn't you take $43 million a year for two years with an option for a third? Of course you would. How about blaming Steve Cohn? Why would you blame Steve Cohn? He's an owner spending money. It's a win-win. I don't want to hear one Mets fan complaint. Call me right now, Scott. Get to me in my ear, Coca. I want to hear right now. You're complaining about what? That you have an owner who spends? You can't complain about the owners who don't. Complain that your players are too old, making too much money? You want your players to make more money. It's what you dream about. I want players to make more money in the minor leagues, in the major leagues, everywhere. My player's hitting 200. Ah, he'll get better. Is the Scherzer signing a bust? Yeah, of course it is. $43 million, you better be getting 30 starts. He's been fine this year, though. He's actually been an ace. He is the number one starter. I mean, clearly, he's one of the few aces in baseball. It's hard not to be an ace. Through five starts, I think his ERA is like five and a half. 
I think he's gone under six innings, four out of his five starts. That's real ace material. So are you looking at it as a bust? Yeah. I agree that you can't count on him. Are the Mets in trouble, you ask? Coca or Scott or the myriad other Mets fans out there? You're goddamn right they are. That was the worst Jack Nicholson imitation maybe ever. Code red. The Mets are a code brown. They're crap. All right, Coco, where are we traveling to? Where do you want to go? You know what? The NBA, the NBA and, and MLB, the schedule comes out. MLB does it very, you know, in a funny way. It just comes out through a magnet at the end of the season. They release it and they want to make a big deal. It's yet another way that everybody's jealous of the NFL. I would love to know why you all are so into the NFL schedule release. So much so that it's like a four-day event when everyone's doing watch parties to see who's playing when, what, who, where, and how. But they leak out some stuff. They purposely announce some stuff to drag it out. Let's see who's playing internationally. The Jaguars this year have to play back-to-back weeks in London. Back-to-back weeks in London. Is that the beginning of a European division? No. Is that a way to get players to go to London because you get them to stay two weeks, give them a bye the week after, which hasn't been announced, which I promise you is going to happen. The Jaguars then get to adjust to London time, which gives them an advantage in game two, which is against the Bills, as opposed to the Jaguars always saying to the league, we always go there because we agreed we go there, but we're always at a disadvantage because we're always tired as heck. You don't know how tough it is to be on those sleepers and get to London and be exhausted. And then when we come back, It's like a day of jet lag per an hour time zone. So it takes us five days, sometimes six days, maybe four. I'm jealous. It's not, I don't love being jealous. It's not that. I think what it is, is that baseball tries so hard in so many different ways to be the NFL, to get the amount of interest that there is in the NFL. And then the NFL just keeps sticking its thumb right on baseball's temple. We're going to do a four-day schedule release. (laughs) Anybody want to go to Frankfurt? Any Dolphins fans out there? Frankfurt, Germany. I think that's where Ramstein is. I'm absolutely having a moment. In 2011, I went to visit troops. I went to Bahrain. I went to Qatar. And I went to Frankfurt, Germany to visit soldiers because when soldiers get hurt in battle or overseas, they have to go to Ramstein which is a hospital in Frankfurt, I believe. Coca, I may absolutely have it wrong, but I don't think I do. We visited a guy who had, uh, he had just stepped on a mine. First of all, for anyone who's ever served, thank you. I don't like just waiting for Veterans Day because I am one of the great leechers of all time, right? I don't do anything to put my own life in jeopardy and I, and I take advantage of the fact that you all do and I love the freedom I have to stand up and leave other than from 8 to 8.45 a.m. five days a week. Other than that, I can do anything I want whenever I want because of what you do. So if you do go to the Frankfurt game and you're in Miami, please make sure you make it over to Ramstein. All right, I don't want to talk NFL schedule anymore. I really don't. I mean, yes, there's a New Year's Eve game. Big whoop, Bengals, Chiefs, fine. Yes, it's exciting. Whatever. I'm over it. Talk to me about opening day next year. 
How about the London games? That's where we should go, Coca. I think the Mets are playing in London next year. Forget going NFL, Frankfurt, or Tottenham. You've already been there. You've been to London too, but let's go to London and do a game there. Would you do that, Coca? We, we could do a show right from London. I think that'd be amazing. The only problem is we'd have to do it in the middle of the day because 8 a.m. here is either noon or 1 p.m. in London. So we'd have to leave a pub, like wipe the fish and chip sauce off our mouth and do a show. All right, we have way too much to get to. So I'm gonna do an early break. And I gotta talk about what's going on in Vegas because there's always something going on in Vegas. And then we're gonna review a movie about the Knicks when I was watching a movie and I had a very funny moment that is a total look at me, Louie, total flex moment, but I think it may make you smile. And if not, it makes me smile. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Through the first round of the NBA playoffs, it's still all about the Celtics and the Nuggets. Will it be a likely matchup between the two powerhouses for the NBA championship? You can bet on the Celtics to beat the Nuggets at plus 400, or the Nuggets to beat the Celtics at plus 425, right now. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SAMSON. New customers can bet five bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SAMSON. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Quentin, Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. It's David Sampson and Matt Coca. Please rate, review, tell your friends about us. We're growing. We are growing and we're not stopping. Wait to see when I tell you something's going to happen. If it does, great. If it doesn't, great. But we take responsibility. As opposed to all the takes about weather and whether or not there's going to be a problem with the weather, whether or not our picks are right or wrong, we go over picks. We tell you when we win, when we lose, when we predict things that come true and when they don't. Max Scherzer. I'm going to give you an official wait to see on Maxi Boy. He's not going on the IL for this next spasm. Don't worry. But he is missing his start. Scherzer does not go on IL for neck. All right. So someone told me I really appreciate the movie recommendations very, very much. I watch a movie every day or a documentary or a TV show. And I'd say two months ago or more, and I keep this list of stuff that you all recommend and I get to it whenever I can. Someone told me to watch 38 at the Garden. And I hadn't watched it before. And I figured, well, the Knicks are in a series against the Heat. Let's watch 38 at the Garden. Guess how long 38 at the Garden is? Yeah, it's 38 minutes. Guess what it's about? Lynn's sanity. For those of you who don't remember 10 years ago, Jeremy Lynn was an overnight sensation. There's no such thing as an overnight sensation. He worked his ass off to become an overnight sensation, as actors do, as people in business do. It's very difficult to 
make it like that overnight. And he had a bunch of good games. And then there was a game against Kobe Bryant and the Lakers at the Garden where Jeremy Lin put up a 38 spot. And this movie has interviews. One of the people interviewed is my good friend Pablo Torre. I didn't know this because contrary to what you think, when we get together, we don't go through IMDb. This is what we did. This is what I did. This is what we're doing. We're talking about real stuff like the fact that our hamstrings hurt or the fact that we're having troubles at home or the fact that we're having troubles at work or the fact that we don't like the food we're eating or the fact that we're frustrated with X, Y, Z or what do you think about that? We didn't say, he never said to me, hey, make sure you watch three at the garden. I'm in it. It's like me saying, hey, did you see the three stooges there, Pablo? Did you watch a future South Beach sessions? God, that could have come out better. Four, eight, 69. Did you watch a future South Beach? So let me try that one last time. Did you watch a future South Beach Sessions? Don't remember why I was saying that. So Pablo is interviewed as well as other comedians, news figures, journalists. What I did not focus on, talk about a blind spot, and that's why I wanted to bring it up today. When Jeremy Lin was doing what he was doing for the Knicks, and he ended up with a nine-year career, he ended up having an even greater game against the Raptors, and just it was a whole thing. Lin's sanity was a thing. I actually never focused on the fact that he was Asian. Because of who I am and my background and my blind spot to having the empathy or understanding of what people are thinking, how they're engaging with what's happening, where I try to predict or try to pretend and try to comment and try to empathize, but at the end of the day, I don't have the ability, as hard as I try. I didn't realize that what Jeremy Lin represented was the possibility for Asians to see people who look like they do in a place where they never get to see people who look like they do, where they get to see the sort of attention, someone grab New York in a way that's normally reserved for people who are white or on the court, people who are black but not Asian. And it did not occur to me because I re I've read about and spoken to Pablo about the Asian hate crimes that have become so pervasive since COVID. And I've thought about it, just like I think about all the time that there's prejudice and all of the people who are intolerant. I did a segment yesterday about my not understanding people's lack of tolerance or people demanding that everybody looks the same or acts the same or speaks the same. But what I was unable to do until I watched 38 at the Garden, until it was spelled out for me like I'm a damn kindergartner, I was unable to understand the significance of that moment for Asian Americans. The belief that children had who were Asian to look at that and say, wow, I don't have to be typecast as a sex worker or as a smart person in school, a nerdy geek. I can be an athlete. I can be a star on center court in the greatest arena in the world. Such a powerful moment to have missed and makes me feel like absolute crap for having missed it. And so what I'm trying to do, and this becomes a very difficult task, but I'm gonna work on this because if I could do it, it'd be amazing. If I could find a way when I am witnessing something through my eyes, 
to step outside myself and witness it through someone else's eyes and then confirm my hypothesis of what it may look like through their eyes. That would be an interesting level of conversation. Hey, am I seeing this the way you're seeing this? I do it with color right now, and I don't mean skin. I've always thought when I'm looking at something and I see black glasses, do other people look at these glasses and see them with the same lens I do? Do they see the same color that I do? And how do we know that our brains are engaging the same way, all looking at the same thing? There's really no way to know that, as a matter of fact, or at least I've never been convinced. But I'm gonna ask more questions of people because I think it'd be fantastic for it not to take a documentary and not for it to take a decade for me to have the understanding of what that moment was because I remember that moment and I had absolutely no idea what that moment was because for me, it was a scrub having a moment and then it was done. Shame on me. It's called 38 at the Garden because he scored 38 at the Garden. He will not score 38 tonight at the Garden and neither will Jalen Brunson. All right, what happened today? So I have a phone that has alerts. I've, I've turned off a bunch of notifications because my therapist said to me that one of the things you can try about sleep is that you've gotta do something with your phone and you've gotta do something with notifications. I was getting notifications every time there was something on Twitter or something on Instagram everything just in my new breaking news alerts for whatever reason i have notifications in a way that i get the same breaking news from five different sources it's the same damn thing how many times do i need to read that there's a coronation going on and prince harry left early i don't need five alerts so i'm getting bing bang boom bomb so i turn the sound off fine but then you've got the light from the phone when the notification comes out because the sort of phone goes from dark to, to light so maybe turn the phone over, but then am I missing something? So I turn the phone back. But if you turn notifications off, then I have to press into the app to take a look at what I'm missing. It's an unbelievable addiction. I'm going to work on that. I just don't see an end in sight while I'm doing this show. Cause it's not that I break news. So I don't have that fear. I don't need to break news. It's not my business. It's not my sweet spot, it's not nothing personal, but certainly thinking about breaking news and then thinking about putting shows together, which I do Sunday through Thursday. If you think about my schedule, we record Monday to Friday. So Sunday through Thursday, I'm preparing shows. Friday and Saturday, I don't, but guess what I'm doing Friday and Saturday and Sunday? I'm preparing Monday's show. So whenever I see something, I'll jot it down or I'll put it in the early rundown. Hey, I wanna think about that topic or this topic. The Oakland A's have been lighting up my life, Debbie Boone style, because I am on a mountain alone in the great geography of Florida, schwitzing, yelling into the wind, not peeing into the wind, because I won't do that. I would do anything for you, my loyal audience, but I won't do that. Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. No, they're not. Oakland A's buying land, 49 acres, moving to Vegas. No, they're not. Oakland A's are buying land and they're building a one and a half mile bridge and getting 500 million in public dollars. What? No, they're not. Oakland A's are looking at other sites. Probably. Oakland A's have a deal for a new site. They're moving to Vegas. Huh? Just happened. 
Tropicana will always have a special place in my heart. It's where I went um, when I turned 21 and my grandpa took me there, Grandpa Harry. We had a family where we did 21st birthdays in Vegas. And when I turned 21, I went to the Tropicana. So I've been there many times and I always love it, but they're gonna demolish it. It's gone. Bally's is going to pay for the demolition and then in its place will be a one and a half billion dollar stadium. Billion. And instead of half a billion in public money, don't worry, we have a brand new deal, Vegas. It's gonna be perfect. We only need 395 million because we don't need the bridge because it's gonna be on the strip. But we're gonna have to change our messaging just a tad because the last message was, we didn't wanna be on the strip because we want to include all of the great people in Vegas. 70% of our fans are gonna come from Henderson and Vegas and the suburbs, and they don't wanna come to the strip. They're not gonna have to because we're gonna be apart from the strip, but don't worry, we'll have a pedestrian bridge so everyone from the strip, 400,000 people a year, whatever, are gonna walk across the bridge and go to the stadium. Time out, cut. Let's change our plan. Here's what we're gonna say. 69% of fans are gonna be from the strip, but we're gonna make it very easy for the other 31% to come. It's gonna be their team, I promise you. They're gonna have to change their math. They're gonna have to redo all of their pro formas because this is their new thing, the Oakland A's. They're moving to the strip. I think it's perfect. People wanna walk down the strip to walk to a ball game when it's 170 degrees outside because when it's weather like that, players are exhausted. And the Las Vegas A's are gonna go 79 and two because when teams go to Vegas, they're gonna be partying, they're gonna be doing that. And then it's gonna be H-O triple T. They're gonna be exhausted. The whole thing's absurd. It's absurd. The legislative session ends very, very soon, like in 27 days. And guess what's in front of the Vegas legislature currently? Wait for it, wait for it, nothing. Pat Summerall is in front of the Las Vegas legislature, the Nevada legislature, nothing doing. Fourth and one, John Riggins, nothing doing. Don't worry, they're gonna put something in front of him next week. They're gonna have plenty of time to review it, plenty of time for all the meetings. They're gonna get all the financing done. Then they're gonna play in the minor league stadium because the Coyotes did, it works perfectly. You can play in a 5,000 seat arena, no problem for revenue sharing. It's piece of cake. Hey, Coca, I can't believe I don't know this. Is there a roof where the Las Vegas AAA team plays? There has to be, right? There's no way they play AAA in Vegas without a roof during the summer. I wonder if it's hot there when they play AAA during the summer. But don't worry, the A's would only have to play there for two years, no, three years. They're saying this building could be open by 27, NCTP, NCTP. You can't get a ballpark designed and built, fully financed and done and ready to go by 27. Not gonna happen. And they don't like opening in the middle of the season, so you're looking at 28, trust me and the lease runs out in Oakland Alameda Coliseum after 24, 25, 26, 27. Three years, open air, Vegas? Hmm. Got three letters for you, N-O-T. Not. All right.
I made a mistake in uh, two days ago. One of the things that I also tell you is I make mistakes because I have, I'm talking to a live audience of zero. I don't see any of you, but you're here somewhere. You're on YouTube, nothing personal with David Sampson. You may even be chatting with Coca right now when he's got 10 screens open, trying to find out interesting things for me to say to see whether there's breaking news or any alerts happening during the course of the show. Wait a minute, I got one, Coca. David, get your groceries or snacks delivered to you. No, that's not one. I told you that we grade players on a 20 to 80 scale, and I said that 40 was average, and one of you pointed out that 40 is not average, it's 50. And I thought, wait a minute, I thought 40 was average, so I spoke to my old president of baseball operations. I said, did I forget what's average? He said, no, it's 50. I said, damn it. So, correction, you were right. 50 is average. Thank you. That's when we grade players on all their tools and not like the hammer and the nail and the screwdriver. I'm talking hitting, throwing, defense, speed, five tools. Thank you for that. Luckily, we're back above 500. Nothing personal pick of the day. We had the Nuggets five and a half over the Suns as if that was gonna be a loss. But Jokic and Ishbia pregame making up, it put a little tear in my eye, just a tiny little tear watching them talk. Hey, I'm signed long-term here, but what do you think? I would like to play in Phoenix because the weather in Denver is so bad. I don't even know what to do with myself. I can't even be good in Denver because the weather's so bad. That was a win. Shane Bieber shut out the Tigers. We told you that was gonna happen. We did lay two to one, but you know what? It doesn't matter when you win. So we are two and oh. 71 and 70 going into tonight's games. I got a baseball pick, I got a basketball pick. I have the Blue Jays winning the AL East. That one may not be right. The Tampa Bay Rays, having lost last night, are on a tremendous losing streak. They've lost one in a row, I think. Their division lead is absolutely where is it, Coca? I believe that they're now only half a game up in their division because the Yankees are so hot. Yeah, look at that. Let me put my glasses on. I don't want to read it wrong because I got it wrong last time. The Tampa Bay Rays are only five and a half up on the Orioles and seven and a half up on the Blue Jays and nine up on the Yankees. God, they're in peril. Let's go Blue Jays. They're playing the Phillies. Phillies are on fire. They are 17 and 19. They've won two in a row, eight games back of Atlanta and a half game back of Miami. <laughs> Terrible, but I'm still taking Wheeler over Gosman. Phillies minus 110 over the Blue Jays. Then I'm gonna watch the Knicks heat I'm not choosing the game because I'm too annoyed. It's so like Miami to go into New York the way they went into Milwaukee and win a game five on the road. It's so like New York to lose a game five at home when they've been a great road team and they can't win on the road and they're a fine home team, but now they won't be able to win at home or maybe they will win at home. Either way, I'm not taking the game. Just not doing it. But the Warriors, Lakers? The Lakers, I just got an alert. Coca, we have breaking news. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, have been told that they will be on minutes restriction, saving themselves for a game six or seven. Wow, did the line move, Coca? I can't believe Greenberg got that right. I'm showing the Warriors a touchdown over the Lakers. Let's do that. Warriors seven over Lakers. All right. I have a, I have a quick thing to teach you about relationships, and I grant you, I am not the authority on relationships by any stretch. Wait, breaking news, breaking news. U.S. consumer prices rose 4.9%. Nope, not relevant.
This is what happens during the show. The phone, all of this breaking news and notifications. Doctor, I'm calling you right after my next interview, I promise. We gotta work on this, I'm exhausted. I'm responding to stuff at three in the morning like a total yutz. All right, here's my advice. When you date someone and you're famous, there's a really good chance it's not gonna end well, and it's always better to plan it early. No one gets married planning to divorce. No one starts dating planning to break up. However, a little belt and suspenders is not the worst thing. Tiger Woods may or may not be delusional. He may or may not be the greatest golfer of all time, he is. He may or may not win another major again, he won't. He may or may not have more girlfriends or more wives, he will. But he's got a problem with his former girlfriend and something came up yesterday that made me smile. Tiger Woods had a girlfriend and she's now suing him. This part isn't funny. She's suing him for ending the relationship for firing her from her job, she worked for him, bad idea. Don't date someone who works for you. Don't crap where you eat. Never gonna end well, I assure you. You don't wanna do that. How many people in media, in huge executive jobs have had to leave because of relationships with people they work with? Those two uh, people on Good Morning America, third hour, I can't remember their names, they just had to resign. The guy at CNN had to resign because of a relationship he had with someone he was working with. I think Bill Gates had, it happens everywhere. Why? Because that's who you're with. It's not like Tiger Woods is going around meeting people at an Applebee's. It's impossible to meet people if you're Tiger Woods. So you go around, you look at people who work for you and say, hey, do you mind signing this NDA? It's gonna be very simple. The NDA just says that I don't want you to talk about anything you learn about me personally and professionally when we're having a personal and professional relationship, which means when we're in bed, when we're with the kids, when you see my plane or when you see my train, or even when you see my automobile, I would like it very much if you wouldn't say a word. And you're gonna get whacked. The way famous people do it makes me smile. Tiger Woods had his lawyer break up with his girlfriend. What do you think of that? I don't have a poll. I don't have Juju. I could call it to Juju. Hey, Juju, put it on the poll. Do you want to be broken up with by your ex-boyfriend's lawyer? Or would you rather be broken up by your ex-boyfriend by Zoom himself? Can you imagine not having the cojones to do it yourself? You can still protect yourself legally. I flew places to fire people because I didn't want to do it by phone when I could. Sometimes you had to do it by phone. This was pre-Zoom, but all in all, you'd rather fly and do it face to face. I get it that he was unhappy with his girlfriend, fine. It's all good. But this woman now is claiming some things that are not good. And she has some backup information too. She has some sort of threatening emails. So how does this end? Well, here's what happens. These lawsuits that get filed where you are trying to get money because that's all they're about. Sometimes they say it's about saving reputation. I'm trying to save face. Well, more times than not, it's, I used to live a certain way and then you saved me and I was living a different way and now you don't love me anymore or never did or now you're sick of me or now you found someone else and I wanna keep living the way I used to live with you and you want me to live the way I used to live before you. 
I can't forget that I had you. How about a compromise? How about just a couple mil? I'm not asking for the world. It's not like we had kids together. I was willing to get that procedure. I'm just saying some money. I'm not even meaning a private plane, but I'm not going back to fly spirit. That's what prenups are for. It's what NDAs are for. It's what knowing the rules of engagement are before you engage. It's good to do in business. It's like signing on to be in a company and having no idea what your job description is and no idea how long it's gonna last. That doesn't feel like a whole lot of protection, does it? In this world, my advice to you is to get as much protection as you can in every scenario. Because when you think that the bad is not gonna happen, here's a news alert breaking on my phone. The bad generally happens. It may not be tomorrow, but it's likely to come in the days after tomorrow. And the person you're with, whether it's your boss, whether it's your lover, whether it's your spouse, they want to protect themselves and they want to make sure that they can move on, whether it's from your employment or your love, in a quick, easy, neat fashion. They have their best interests in mind, not yours, which is why you should have your best interests in mind and not theirs, which is why people may call you selfish. People may say, oh my God, I don't even want to think in terms of that. I could never think of something negative happening. I love you so. Let the wild rumpus begin. Well, they all end up back in your room with a hot dinner, don't they? Crying to your mom wondering what went wrong, how it went wrong, and then wondering how you're gonna turn your anger and frustration and embarrassment into money. Tiger Woods is gonna to have to settle this lawsuit. And he's gonna to have to pay money. Tiger Woods needs to get better advice because here's the advice I would give him and it's pretty simple. I appreciate your desire to roam the world like you are a frequent flyer member of Southwest. I get it. You want that. Go for it. That said, Let's make sure that we button everything up before we even start. And I don't just mean NDAs because not disclosing what you go through, that's one thing. Let's make it a business deal. Let's say that you pay the person you're with 100 grand a year, 500 grand a year, 10 grand a night. You pick it. And I'm not saying that she's an escort. I'm not saying that you're paying for love or paying for sex. I'm saying you're paying so that there's no trouble going forward so that you don't get into these predicaments where there's embarrassment compounded with Ambien and golf clubs. And Tiger's not the only one. This happens every month to everybody, regardless of religion, creed, color, age, sex. You know why? Because when things like this happen, when relationships end, both personal and professional, it's just business. Yippee-ki-yay. See you tomorrow. This is nothing personal. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.